Here's what's coming up on your horizon. Junior high and high school is a time of personal discovery. It's when those early questions of, what do I want to be when I grow up, really begin to take shape. And one of the ways that happens is through extracurricular activities that match their interests. For students seeking career and technical education, there's seven groups known as the Career Tech Student Organizations. On this episode, we're exploring why they're important, what students get out of them, and how they build tomorrow's leaders. Stay with us for Career Tech Horizon. Career Tech Horizon is brought to you by the Oklahoma Department of Career and Technology Education. Visit us at poweredbyokcareertech.com to learn more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Horizon. I'm Blaine Singletary, flying solo today. Don't worry, Rob McClendon will be back next time. Today we're asking the question, what does it take to be a leader? That's no easy question to answer, especially in one podcast. It's the subject of plenty of books, seminars, and classes, but there's definitely a few important qualities a leader should have. Honesty, confidence, commitment, creativity, humility. You must also have great communication and decision-making skills, and have a vision on where and how to lead their group. And a great way for students to learn these qualities, while also learning other practical skills for the future, is through Career Tech's student organizations. Now, when I first started working here, they were a part of the big bowl of alphabet soup acronyms that I had to learn about quickly, But once I did, I began to realize just how amazing an opportunity these organizations provide. There's BPA, the Business Professionals of America, DECA, for students interested in the marketing field, FCCLA, the Family, Career, and Community Leaders of America, FFA, the Future Farmers of America, but they really go so much further beyond agriculture, Then there's HOSA, the Health Student Organization, Skills USA for students learning trade skills, they're known for their engaging competitions, TSA, or Technology Students Association, for students in the STEM fields, and they're all tied together by the NTHS, the National Technical Honors Society. All in all, 82,000 students call one or more of these organizations home. We could do an entire season on what each of these organizations do, but right now, it's more important to know what the students themselves get out of it. Every year, down at the state capitol in Oklahoma City, a sea of students don their trademark colored coats and convene for CTSO Day at the capitol. Just last year, we caught up with a few of them to get their thoughts. It's helped me tremendously. Before I joined Career Tech and before I started Tech, I had 
I had an idea of what I wanted to do with my life and my future career, but being in business professionals of America and preparing for competitions, it's completely spun my life around and influenced my future college choices, my career major, and it's just completely changed my focus on life. Um, I started Career Tech my junior year, and up until then, all that I'd really been involved in was sports or different things through school, so it really helped me branch out and be able to um, do some things outside of school, but at the same time focus on things that I hadn't done before, like leadership, public speaking, and such like that. And so my um, career organization is HOSA. I'm doing that through my health careers program, so I'm able to um, just help not only my chapter, I'm able to help my state now because um, I am a state officer. I'm the state chaplain. So after this, I plan on going to Oklahoma State and being a veterinarian. And it's just really helped me make the decision that that is something that I want to do and I don't have to waste time and resources in figuring out I don't want to do that later down the road. So DECA has grown me as not only a business leader, but also a leader just in my chapter and so that I can grow others and help them um, step up and reach their full leadership potential and maybe join something like this, maybe get involved in career tech and the officer program and then um, just get involved in our chapter and do big things and talk to people and just get involved. You know, it's grown my public speaking skills. It can grow anyone's public speaking skills. And DECA has just given so much to me and I want to give back to DECA. When I joined DECA, I was only a freshman who wanted to compete, and I wasn't really a business type girl. I was scared for the real world, but DECA has taught me how to prepare for the world after high school and how to use the things I learned in DECA to my real life. So my career tech student organization is the National FFA organization. This organization solely has helped me channel my leadership skills as well as amplifying them. I've been involved in showing livestock as well as saying uh, prepared public speeches for several years and I would definitely not be able to d be involved in organizations that I'm involved in on Oklahoma State's campus without these without this background knowledge and it's because of my organization and things that I've been involved in that I'm able to be so successful uh, in my future careers. In order of appearance that was Brandon Connor of BPA, Carson Kanzler of HOSA, Kyla Ellis of DECA, LaBrea Owens of DECA, and Madeline Gherkin of FFA. Now, let's move ahead about five months later. Most of those student organizations see a major shift in their leadership as the school year draws to a close, and one of the ways those new state officers learn about their duties is at CTU, or Career Tech University, at Camp Tullacogee. Think of it as a summer leadership camp. Nestled on the banks of Fort Gibson Lake near Wagner, Oklahoma, here the state officers gather and through fun and challenging activities learn what it means to be not just a leader, but an ambassador for technical education. We sat down with representatives from each of the CTSOs in a roundtable discussion. Let's just start by just kind of introducing yourselves. We'll go around the table here. Uh, my name is Austin Long, Oklahoma DECA State President. My name is Caroline Skaggs, and I'm Oklahoma FCCLA State President. I'm Sean Keen, and I am Oklahoma's Technology Student Association State President. 
I'm Drew Hardaway, and I'm pr proudly serving as a state FFA president of the Oklahoma FFA Association. I'm Kristen Valerio, and I'm the Oklahoma HOAXA state president. My name is Josephine Larson, and I proudly serve as the SkillsUSA Oklahoma state vice president. I'm Lily Tucker, and I am the Oklahoma state president for Business Professionals of America. All right. Well, again, glad to have you all here. But what was your calling to step up, just to become an officer in your organization? I think really my pivotal moment was when I competed at HOSA State Leadership Conference last year. And I was thinking, you know, this is not a big organization. I don't know what it's all about. And when I actually looked and I stood on the stage and received a medal, standing in front of over 7,000 people, that kind of hit me that this is something that I could really make a difference in. I didn't think that this was really all that important, but it is, and it is so much bigger than just me. And I believe that if you have that question within yourself and you think, could I be a leader? You're already questioning it. So yes, you could be a leader. It was kind of a legacy for my family to kind of be involved in the Oklahoma FFA just because you know, it started with my grandpa back in the early 60s. He was involved. He was a chapter president of the Baptiste FFA chapter. And you know, growing up and seeing his jacket up on the wall, it made me think that I wanted to, I wanted to become involved. You know, I already showed livestock. And, you know, I figured why not take that extra step and go to state FFA convention. I think the biggest thing to tell people about Gertick organizations is that get involved because you never know that the passion that you'll find within all the organizations that Career Tech has to offer. And, you know, it will really show you your purpose in life. They help you find what your passion is and who you want to be. But not only that, they help nurture when you do find out who you want to be. So if you find out, I want to be in the medical field, it helps you enrich those skills. It throws you in competitions and it helps you get that drive, pinpoint what is it that I want to see? What, what is it that I want to do? What would you say is each of your uh, dream jobs here? Well, my passion is business and industry, and that's main, one of the main reasons why I joined DECA. But also, I'd like to be my own business owner and an entrepreneur and start up my own company and build it to where it's be eventually one of the Fortune 500 companies. My dream job would definitely be to be a social media marketer or a photographer. Um, by my experience from being a state officer last year as vice president of public relations, that gave me the skills and the career readiness um, because I was doing it hands-on 24-7 um, for my um, state association, which is FCCLA. I am enrolled in graphic arts at Autry Technology Center, and I definitely love being in a creative environment. Getting to use that left side of your brain every single day is so important to me. I'm not sitting... I'm, I am sitting at a desk, but I get to do something new every single day. So I would love to be a graphic artist with something to do with public speaking as well. I want to be a film director. I love making videos, and um, being in BPA, I get to compete in making videos, and that I love it so much because I can take my creative outlet and enrich it further and make it into a competition where I can take those skills and go further. I don't know if anybody here has ever seen um, Grey's Anatomy, but I want to be the next Derek Shepard, um, and they will call me McDreamy. <laughs> um, but um, 
I really changed my point of view when I enrolled in my career tech and when I became a part of HOSA because I used to think that I wanted to do um, more biomedical engineering, some research behind the scenes, create a new drug, discover um, how diseases work, something like that. But through HOSA, I competed in public speaking last year and I really came to realize I talk a lot. And um, it would be really terrible for somebody with speaking skills to be behind the scenes for the rest of their life. Um, and so, you know, I would, I, I love interaction, I love communication, I love socializing. I think expanding on that, um, career tech and the student organizations, they change with you. Because when I started out in seventh grade in TSA, uh, I was full in that I wanted to be an engineer. And then I hit my freshman year and I decided that, that that necessarily wasn't the route that I wanted to go and that I wanted to be an actor. And that's not something you normally consider being involved with technology, but through career tech and through TSA I've been able to see how lighting design works and um, set design and how technology really, it expands into everything that we do. And whatever your passion is, is it, even if it isn't something that you would typically associate with your student organization, uh, the, there is a connection there and it, it can change with you as, you as you grow through your high school years. So these organizations not only help students find what their passion is, they also give them an instant group of friends who may share similar passions. That camaraderie is a great thing, especially in junior high or a high school setting. And really, those relationships reach so much further. That's something you gain as well from the student organizations yes. as a family and a community. Exactly. Um, Absolutely agree with that. Being here at camp this week, we get to see our career tech family, but even just the family within your student organization and within your school chapter um, is amazing. From as soon as I got involved with TSA, it was I come from a smaller chapter at a smaller school, so while my chapter family may not have been that large, I was connected to the entire state and then to a national delegation and Career Tech made that possible. And going off of that, um, not only do you learn that you do have a family in your organization, but you learn how to work with a family. We're all ambitious people, all sitting at this table, everybody at this camp, probably everybody in the organization. Ambitious people, we have big goals, we have big dreams. Entrepreneur and business owner is a big dream. Neurosurgeon is a big dream. Um, you know, it's those are big dreams, and they're absolutely achievable. But having a big dream, you need to learn how to um, not only delegate to the people that are working with you and for you, um, but also trust them and learn to communicate with them and work with them because we are all different kinds of leaders, um, as we've spoken about during this camp. Everyone has different goals and leadership styles. And one of the goals of this camp is to help categorize those traits, both strengths and weaknesses. Earlier that day, the students did an activity comparing their personal styles to jobs one might find on a movie set. I mean, I'm an actor. What kind of leader were you guys? I was an actor. I was also an actor. I was a manager. I was also a manager. I was a director. I was a writer. Actors were the more fun and rambunctious and spontaneous ones, um, but they were also, um, they could be perceived as maybe a little irresponsible or aloof. And um, who was a manager? I was. Okay, tell me about the managers. Um, the managers were definitely very inclusive. They 
managers want to make sure everybody gets heard, everybody's opinion is there. Also very over-emotional, which I'm not going to say we all are, but I definitely am. <laughs> like, people... Yeah, yeah. there were people giving their elevator pitches, like their testimonials in their organizations today, and I cried twice. So that kind of, I was like, yeah, they, they, I, I am a manager. <laughs> so. Um, so the writers are more the analytical thinkers, the planners, um, the ones that, at least for the officer teams, they're focused on the plan of work, how it's going to affect the members, those sorts of things. So that's kind of where I come from to make sure that we get a plan down so that our actors and our managers and directors can execute it. And then, of course, there are directors. The FFA's Drew Hardaway fits into that category. They fight for order, and that's something you can definitely see in him. Those bumps you hear in this next part is him hitting the table. But the thing about, you know, an actor, a manager, a director, doesn't mean better to be in one than the other. The thing is, when you get them all together, that's when the real magic happens. Every team must have its own particular members uh, that, of the team that have different personalities and that have different ways of thinking because that's when you're able to accomplish things in your career tech uh, organization, whether that's FFA, FCCLA, HOSA. Um, so I think that's an important thing to remember is that although you know the title doesn't really have a prestige over one or the other, we can't work without each other. I'll also <laughs> say that you're not just one. That you right. can tap into each one of those mm -hmm. different leadership styles. Because, like, going into it, I thought I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be a director. Like, I'm, you know, sometimes people say I'm a little bossy or I can be, like, over-controlling. But then, you know, I ended up being a manager and I was like, oh, well, this actually makes sense. But I could relate to every single one of them and had different traits. And I think that it's important to explore each one of those because you need to be a different person in different situations. There are a lot of students that are in multiple organizations that may do FFA and TSA or DECA and BPA. So just like our leadership styles can change and we can share, students can also share organizations because maybe they have a healthcare interest but they also have a business interest and so you can that kind of translates to the student organizations because you can you can do both. And you need all of those leadership mm -hmm. traits, um, maybe not from yourself, but from your officers. You you should have all of those traits in your officers, or else it's not going to work. Like um, we were talking about earlier, that the um, who would you want to approach you if you were the cause of a conflict? And you know, I'd rather have a manager approach me. Um, you know, rather than um, somebody who would be, you know, more factual and would come up, I would rather have somebody who was more emotional and um, is more caring than somebody who's blunt and down to business. But maybe somebody else would rather have somebody who's um, more on that line. Um, and, you know, there's a bunch of different scenarios that you can use every different piece for. Um, and just like filming a movie, you need an actor, you need a writer, you need a manager, and you need a director. So. Otherwise, you don't have a movie. When we come back, I ask them about the challenges they see themselves facing this coming year and the ways they can help each other out. As our CTSO Roundtable continues on Career Tech Horizon.
Career Tech Horizon is brought to you by Career Tech. Keep striving. This class has given me a good start, especially with stuff that I've done. I came into this class, I didn't know how to swing a hammer. It's fun to watch like the progress go so fast, you know, like go from not knowing how to do it to remembering how to do it next time. If I had advice for another student, it would be it's a lot of hard work and you just have to make sure and apply yourself. Just expect to work hard when you get here, so when you leave, you're best prepared to start your career. Visit us at poweredbyokcareertech.com to learn more. Some of you have been working with your uh, individual state officer or state executive teams um, before this. What I want to know is, how are you gelling with your state officer teams now, and what challenges do you see down the road as this year continues? Well, our team was instantly a very strong, bonded family. We instantly like were loved each other, and we made like a group chat, and we were talking like twenty four seven together. And as time has gone by, we've still ha maintained that family bond, but through it, we're getting into this. It's forming, and then storming, then norming, and then performing. So every team is gonna have a little storming period where you find the things that you don't. The little things that you don't love about everybody that bother you. And then we're starting to find those and we're trying to get past our storming period because we have our summer leadership institute. So we're trying to get to where we can perform. So we have teeny tiny issues that we are already working on through communication. Right off the bat, I, I noticed the first thing is that I am I served on two completely opposite teams. Um, my very, my very first team last year when I was a just a southeast area vice president for the FFA. Um, my team when we got into the van to go to somewhere we did not talk. Like none of us talked. It was a very awkward and very quiet. We're very introverted personalities. That was a time where we could kind of uh, get energy for ourselves. This year, um, my team doesn't stop talking. Right? <laughs> um, that's one thing I was just like, me and my state advisor was talking about the dynamics of our teams, how much different it is. Um, last year, we hit the storming uh, stage pretty early on, um, and you know we got through norming kind of later than we were probably supposed to. So th there was definitely things that I saw from last year that I wanted to bring to this year and kind of changed a little bit, you know, just kind of we make sure everybody knew that we needed to compromise sometimes. Um, just little tidbits of information here and there. Yeah, and that's one thing we learned today as well. Is like, even though that these storms are going to come up and we're going to have that storming process, it's not a bad thing. It's something that we can grow upon, and those relationships are going to be mended. And you made a reference to like your best friends and stuff. If you had a best friend and you made them mad, but then later apologized, that would make the friendship stronger. And I can tell you, I've made my best friend mad multiple times and he's made me mad but we've ended up becoming a stronger friendship because of that and i agree with drew i was a state officer last year and my team is completely different it was weird because i like loved last year but like as i came into this year like everyone is so loud and we're all so diverse which can cause challenges since we are so diverse but ultimately i think it'll be a good year because i think of it like a puzzle piece like we are all different people and so we come together to create a masterpiece and i'm so excited for this next year
So really these few days are kind of unique in that um, really all the CTSOs are kind of working together on a lot of things, a lot of activities. But then you all kind of go off to your own groups and focus on them. But what I want to ask is, how do you see your mission over this coming year? Um, how, do, how do you see that overlapping with each other? I think a lot of us have this servant leadership um, type of leader, like leading in mind. I think we all want to serve the members of our organization and do our organization justice. I know, especially in Skills USA, we have this the number 14,564 members of Oklahoma Skills USA. And all of our goal is to grow that number. We want more members to not just be in Skills USA, but be involved in Skills USA, become passionate, um, compete in competitions and things like that, and become better leaders and make sure America has a skilled workforce for the future. I think that a lot of our missions and goals and service that we do is to benefit everyone else. And that's we've all got that in common. Our missions are to benefit everyone else. As a career tech organization, you know, I think we get, most people think so highly on like, what FFA, they're just more about um, farming and agriculture or, you know, FCCLA, they're cooking, you know, or uh, HOSA, they're nursing. Well, yeah, although that is kind of like our basis, that is kind of what our organizations are based around, we still have a lot more to offer than just that. You know, through agricultural education, you can participate in a variety of career development events, and that goes from ag communications or floriculture or, you know, uh, par parliamentary procedure. So I think it's more creating awareness to people that, career tech uh, organizations offer a lot for really anybody. I feel like all of our um, organizations do have that because HOSA, you know, this is kind of what really made HOSA hit home for me was when I went to state leadership conference last year. I'm looking around at all the competitions and I'm competing in public speaking. I'm studying gene editing, um, but then I have someone from my school who is participating in extemporaneous poster contests where they draw a health poster. There's people competing in Hostable where you learn, um, it's kind of like a Hosa facts Jeopardy and you do a lightning round between two teams. You have people who will do a veterinary quiz. You have people who take written tests. You have people who um, will make a poster like at a science fair. I mean, just everything everything that you could and I tell people that when I'm encouraging them to attend state leadership conference at my school I tell them there is something for you something that you know you are a part of HOSA there is something for you if you're a good artist if you're a good speaker if you're a good test taker if you're a good writer there is something for you and there's really no point in not going after that not finding something that can help you develop that and I think all CTSOs have the same three main points, which is community service, competition, and leadership. Or, you know, we all have some kind of community service thing that we do, whether it's local chapters or as a state or even as a nation. And then with leadership, you know, we all have state offices. And then um, for competition, we all compete in everything. And I think just find, just being able to say, yeah, all three or all CTSOs have those three things in common, it really brings us together. While each CTSO's goals um, may be individualized, I think our goals as the seven 
connected CTSOs are, like Drew said, to plug people in to find where your best fit is going to be. And so going out from here, I think last year, uh, my first year as a state officer, I didn't really understand what the communication would be between us once we departed from here. But then I was able to see throughout the year that we're all working for the members and on the same mission, whether that's communicating with each other and advocating for STEM or our organizations at the Capitol. Um, we all interact throughout the year under one connected career tech. On that note, I know you guys were working on elevator pitches earlier today, so I want you to give me your elevator pitch for why they should join a CTSO. Well, um, kind of going off what we said earlier, those dreams that we have that are big dreams, it starts with a small step at the beginning. You don't just take one giant step and become a neurosurgeon from a high school student. You have to build your progress up to that point. And so with our CTSOs, we're going to try to give you everything that we can to help you achieve that career that you want to go into. And especially with the career tech who has specialized classes for those careers. And I see working with those two together, you can really get your path determined and see this is what I need to go through to get to where I need to be for where I want to be. So that progress is kind of mapped out for you with both those together. Well, for FCCLA specifically, my elevator speech would be as um, we all have families, whether it be within our organizations or actual blood families. And FCCLA's main focus is the family. And so with, it, like, with our over 10,000 membership, we can grow those relationships and um, help create sh healthy and strong families. And so I just think that this experience that I've experienced um, has been the most influential experience of my life through public speaking and leadership skills and... Um, so much more. And I think we've mentioned competitions a couple times, but for me it was the practical application of the competitions. Um, finding how I can use what I'm learning in the classroom to work towards a career. Even if I don't know what that career may be yet, just finding out how can I use what I'm learning in the classroom. One thing that we do in Oklahoma is we invest in the students because they are the next leaders of our nation and of our world. Um, and I think leadership is a huge deal, and most people wouldn't think that, you know, FFA is really solely based on leadership, but without that, we wouldn't be able to have the in-class instruction, the supervised agricultural experiences of having your own herd of cattle, or even having the FFA. Um, that's why they are all equally important leadership, the career path opportunities, and then you actually going out and doing it yourself. I, I do like the leadership aspect that you just mentioned because I think it's important to be in an organization like this because when you are applying for jobs or applying for colleges, oh, you got straight A's, oh, you got good test scores, but you're a part of a leadership organization, you're a state officer, you've proved your potential to be a leader, you've proved your potential to interact with others and make effective connections with other people to be responsible, to be committed, um, because all of us have made huge commitments and had to make sacrifices to be on this officer team, um, and maybe even to be just in an organization. So um, 
you really prove yourself and when you do make these connections within your organizations because you will you will make connections at conferences and competitions and socials um, when you do make those connections and they see that how effective a leader you are it really just helps um, it helps you make your mark my teacher made me edit a video with some other classmates and I then just showed up at VPA State leadership conference, um, not knowing what I was there for with a team that I didn't even know. And I mean, just taking that step forward and just saying, sure, I'll give it a try. I'll see what it is. I mean, it's given me so much. Um, just being able to compete has shown me that I really like competing in video editing and getting able to do that. I then met, you know, my teammates that have become my lifelong friends now, and um, I'm so grateful for that and all this leadership experience that it's given me, um, just to be able to run for local chapter and then for state officer. It's it's just given me so much, and you never know um, what it'll give you until you try. And a lot of what people say when you try and get them to join is, oh, well, I just don't have the time. That's the excuse I gave for a while, but you're never as busy as you think you are. And you'll come to learn that just as I did. Skills USA stresses the importance that the skills gap is so large in America and we need to close that gap. We have so many jobs that need to be filled and workers are retiring and students from career techs are going to be filling those jobs. Skills USA shows me that I am valuable and everyone is valuable for the workforce. Well, thank you all for coming here again today and uh, best of luck as we begin this new year with the CTSOs. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. A final thought before we end today, it occurred to me, about halfway through recording that interview, that the students had really taken control of the conversation. And that's fine. I view my role as interviewer to be more of a passive one, to allow my subjects to tell their story. And nowhere is that more important than in this situation. This is the start of their story. And it's continued on since our summer roundtable. Their teams have stormed, normed, and performed, and are getting ready for a big performance in their state conventions, all coming up in the next few months. Unlike the other CTSOs, HOSA transitions their state officers in January. Their former state president, Kristen Valerio, who you heard from, is now a freshman at Baylor, and on her way to chasing her dreams. Alumni from these CTSOs have gone on to do incredible things, many of which we've already covered on this podcast and will no doubt cover in the future. So my message to these young leaders and anyone in the career tech student organizations is lead on. Thank you all so very much for listening. If you like this show, be sure to give it a good rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to it on. And don't forget to spread the word. Share it on social media. Tell your friends, and we'll see all of you in our next episode. Speaking of... What is the connection between industry and education? 
Next time, we'll hop aboard an American Airlines jet that's soon to be a classroom. We'll meet some educators that spent part of their summer vacation learning about industry needs and how their students can meet them. And we'll tell you about a program that helps small businesses grow. Next time on Career Tech Horizon, growing partnerships between industry and education. Career Tech Horizon is a production of the Oklahoma Department of Career and Technology Education and is produced by me, Blaine Singletary, and Rob McClendon, with additional help from Connie Romans. You can find us on Facebook, just search for Career Tech Horizon, or on Twitter, at CT underscore Horizon, and check out our website, cthorizon.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Your Horizon.